Hello and welcome to Spotlight. Joining me on the show today is national award-winning music artist Bindu Malini Narayan Swami. Bindu is a singer, composer, music director, an actor and a graphic designer. She has a unique voice and sensibility that we most recently heard in the popular series The Family Man. Welcome to the show Bindu. Hi Sandhya, hi hi hi. <laughs> Bindu You hail from a family of musicians and yet you didn't choose to get into music right in the beginning you actually went on to train as a graphic designer why did you make that choice and when did you choose to become a full time musician yeah music seemed to be the immediate thing you know around uh, in my family everybody was into music so it was too logical a step and also i think what was beginning to happen was i was showing a lot of promise right at the uh, younger age and suddenly it looked like everybody else started deciding what my life is going to be i started getting these doubts of you know am i supposed to be in this because i can do this or because i want to be in this and at the same time i was very very keen to be a painter somehow uh, my sister's sketchbooks and drawing books used to really inspire me a lot so i was constantly painting and drawing when i was younger and uh, dance again my aunts were dancers so it was really like i didn't want to choose in fact i wanted to do all of it and i wanted to be playing all the time <laughs> you know be in sports or something so that's what i think as a youngster i was just really loving all of this but later on i really started feeling the pressure of having to prove having to display having to showcase having to go deeper and too many things suddenly which i felt i was not ready for and slowly i started carving out other spaces drawing painting is a more uh, solitary exploration and then um, theater and dance involve more physical expansion and engaging with groups in a different way where the spotlight is not on me <laughs> so i think all that was also happening not that i didn't like spotlight but it was confusing so i was trying to make my own way through different arts it went on and on and i thought music has now become home also it's a thing which i know if nothing else works i can always come back to whereas if it's art or anything else i will have to go seeking it and i really wanted to see if i can do something with it because music really felt like it's not going anywhere from me i know it's there with me so the seeking was outside you know right. and uh, and it went on and on and on and later i realized okay if i was a painter i guess life would have been different painter or a sculptor or something else but somehow i started moving into the commission space of art the design and becoming a graphic designer meant i was pretty much stuck to my computer also that i was just moving from one commission to another one design brief to another it it started uh, making me having questions about what is it that i really want to do so even if i was fairly good at it i realized there was the passion was missing in music the passion was there but i think it was too passionate <laughs> that i was having lot of emotional upheavals with it <laughs> so um i didn't know how to strike this balance and of course everything kind of settled when towards the end of my stint at uh, the national institute of design where i was doing my second post graduation in graphic design as such i met uh, ustad abdul rashid khan in calcutta so once i sort of met him it all 
it became about being able to just train under him so you made this uh, from carnatic uh, classical to hindustani at, at that time is it it's interesting that i was drawn to hindustani in a different way from carnatic at that point when i went to nid i think that was the first time i was away from home and it was a time i got with myself my practice of even carnatic deepened because suddenly i realized i'm not doing anything here because somebody else is expecting me to do or asking me to do what i do is what what i feel like doing with it so my practice became a lot more sincere and the engagement was just me and the art at the same time hindustani started pulling me in a very different way and i wanted to jump into that space of manodharma which i was struggling with in carnatic at that point i didn't know how to crack this manodharma element i could present compositions very well which i still do <laughs> but slowly you know i'm i'm breaking into improvisation then hindustani sort of really grabbed me i think i got locked when i met my guru ustad abdul rashid khan and after that it became about actually that space of exchange i was ready to do anything just to be around this person and be a, be an observer being an absorber also <laughs> you know it was not that he need he need not give me talim directly i was just ready to be that person sitting there and taking in all the whatever was going on with him around him like a sponge is absorbed yeah 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 music his presence his being his prayers his just a, who he was so, so can i ask um, you now to sing a couple of lines from one of your favorite kabir doas janam te manus hot janam te manus hot sab ya janat sansar banyak sud karwahi banyak sud karwahi kahe kabir pukar banyak sud karwahi kahe kabir pukar beautiful so moving bindu we know kabir was very very politically outspoken for his times he kind of really uh, made us all think about what rata we stuck in so many times it's internal and many times his commentary is on the society so in this he's simply saying we're all born equal as a manus a human but this whole baniya shudra the whole caste divisions are made by us is what he's saying we're just born humans that's it and these uh, typecasting is all done by us the, the dohas very simply just saying that right 
So that leads me to my next question. You know, all artists have a choice of locking themselves away with their music or with their creativity, whatever creative space they are in. Or they can use that as a medium to reflect what's happening in the world around, you know, and to try to affect it and bring about a change either by creating awareness or by actually leading to action. So are you one of the former or the latter? I'm a bit of both. I think we need both. Um, at least for me, I need both. In the sense, I can't run away from my practice. The practice is not just about improving the skills, which is also there. But through that, the expression evolves. The possibilities evolve. That whole engagement with the craft is to kind of get better at it, but also to constantly go beyond your knowledge. The knowledge of, okay, you know this much. Why do you know? Because you've heard it or it's repeated or you've created it. The familiarity is what. So there's always that eagerness to step, to see what is at the periphery of it or just lying beyond that practice. In fact, that is the most difficult part of me, but I somehow, I'm improving in that. That space is also equally scary, Sandhya, because I think um, it's not totally rosy. You go in with not knowing what you want to expect out of yourself. Are you going to be kind to yourself or are you going to really be demanding? And uh, you have to face your demons all the time. So that's that space. And uh, it's in fact easy to run away from there. <laughs> you know, to get in there is difficult. And at the same time, I'm somebody who is vulnerable to everything that's happened happens inside me, around me, the kind of person I am, the kind of a lot of nonsense that even I end up creating in my own life or how I hurt people, my ego, everything, you know. So art becomes that space where sometimes I can find answers, I can find expressions, or sometimes that's the place where I can also kind of go and park myself when I'm unable to articulate something. And it's a beautiful way to also start moving towards that change, to, to experiment. What is it if I'm not this? What am I then? Or what can I be? Art really, I think, holds that more safe space for you to move through, to get to wherever you want, as an individual or as a community. Actually, I must say that that way I have to Thank Bangalore. I feel very lucky to be in Bangalore where the artist community really is active about hearing these voices within and outside. There are conversations, there are explorations, and it's not about the product, it's not about succeeding or failing, but you know you can have these conversations. That kind of opening also is important for the artist to say, okay, when I step out from this space of mind, my space of practice was like you said, if I don't shut myself and I actually can step out, there are these hands that hold you or the, there are these ears that listen to you or there are these people. So that I think is super healthy in Bangalore. Maybe I would have had my own silent trips with all this, but here I can have conversations and uh, also then create and collaborate, not just artistically, like the threshold is, I think, a great example of where it just started from conversations. The art was a given. The music was a given. We knew we are eventually going to create something with it. But how are we going to apply this craft and for what reason? 
yeah that was a long answer <laughs> <laughs> i'm really happy that you uh, performed um, with palavi you created this really i would call it a masterpiece a threshold and i remember i kept asking palavi so what is it you're going to present i need a small note on it because we have to describe it in the agenda for the festival and she said i don't know how to describe it all i can tell you is it's very different it was beautiful it was really nice no i i want to get Uh, to the point where you decided to become a music uh, composer and uh, director and you know and from the very first uh, movie that you did harikatha prasanga and that's a very very sensitive film and then you gone on to do aruvi and uh, the one that won you the award uh, most recently natcharimi they all very female centric and you would have expected this question for me because of the under the rainy women's cultural festival coming from that space so um do you think that uh, women directors or women themed um you know a creators are drawn to you uh, and they request you to compose the music and direct it it's a very lovely question one is that the the, the film as a medium of expression and exploration is really in a very 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 exciting time now and a lot of amazing filmmakers and technicians and composers artists everybody we are all i think we have access to express through films and uh, it must have been buried in me to see you know am i made of that material who can be a music director a composer i come from the city of uh, isainyani le raja and rahman and many 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 fantastic music directors top class in the world not just in india so I, i'm like wow it's another world and thankfully it, it happened and thanks to my nid training and all that where we are exposed to film in a very very serious way that you know i could also kind of really understand film making as a as a subject or a medium i could bring all those learnings of design communication everything and my own music into all this of course i have done so far whatever is out there are female centric one i guess there are very few women composers and therefore that that seems to be like a logical thing of you know let's have the music be painted by a woman she will bring in a different sensibility is something so it's it's actually great no matter what the fact that more work is happening and more women are getting engaged not just as musicians but as editors as directors it's just superb that you know all these gender lines are blurring in the industry so that's the logical thing to say but it's not that um i want to do only women centric work that's not the thing it's just that if the script is great and the story is very beautiful and i have a feeling that there is something that i would be able to contribute to that whole story storytelling and everything because sometimes i know maybe i may not be able to deliver this also so it's not that i take up everything having said that the next exciting film that's now going to all the festivals is a film called setuman in tamil it's a film the director's name is also tamil and it's a film made out of a short story by perumal murugan okay it's got nothing to do with gender or 
women. It's actually got to do with food politics and caste. And it's very subtly done. I really love the film and I'm very glad I got to work on it. I was one of the last people to join on board for that film. By the time I joined the team, the film was already shot and the first draft of the edit was also ready. I actually got to see the film before I jumped in. Once I saw it, it really shook me and I knew these kind of films are not made every day. These kind of opportunities don't come. So I said, I can't miss this opportunity. So it's a, and it even won the best film in IFFLA, the Los Angeles Indian Film Festival recently as the best film. So I'm glad that, like you said, the, the common question is that, am I only taking women-centric themes? It's broadening now. That's good. I mean, this is how where we have to break the invisible glass ceiling, right? It's not only women who give women you know, opportunities to grow, but the world is ours to take. That should be the mindset for everybody. I want to ask you about this very interesting uh, project that you've been doing in the last few months, you know, um, here for you. You're offering your music for people as a kind of a balm. Can you tell us more about it? Yeah, um, we know that by the third week of April, India was hit very badly, especially Bangalore, Chennai, Delhi, Bombay and uh, Bangalore. And we all lost a lot of things. We lost sleep, we lost people, we lost health, we lost hope, so many things. I knew I, I couldn't do the volunteering work. It, it does really demand a lot of emotional and psychological grit. And I myself was like with struggling with my own post-COVID things. And at the same time, I asked my doctor friends saying, is there something that I can do for you? And one of my very dear friends, she said, just send me a recording every day. A little bit of your voice, I think will give me 20 minutes of sleep or an hour of sleep. And she used to say, "Ah, I managed to sleep for three hours today. It started like that. And then I said, okay, I'm recording and sending this every day. How about then having a fixed time because sometimes it was so bad at that time that I realized we are not allowing ourselves to take a break from all this to even process what's going on. So I said, okay, let us let me have a fixed time for that. Then. And that's how the 8.45 to 9 happened because by then you have really had a long day. You can take a 15-minute break. Again, the night is even more demanding. So just, just a place to rest. It's like a tree. You can rest under the shade of the tree and then get up and walk again. So this became a space where everybody started coming. It's a silent space. You don't have to show your face. You don't have to do anything. You just have to listen and leave. That's it. So it's, I call it here for you because we are all here for each other. At the same time, come here for yourself. Give yourself that 15 minutes. That's how it started. And it helped me process grief. Help me process what's going on. So it, it became something important for my own self. There could be a day when I'm too broken to sing or maybe I don't have enough breath in me to be able to sing. So maybe there could be a day when I'm unable to do this and it's okay, you know. Tell me how this Saat Saat project is coming about and tell us a little bit of the background of this. So Saat Saat is a very interesting project. It's, a, it's, it's called Music Across Waters. So it's been a three-year-long collaboration or uh, conversations with musicians from China and Hong Kong. Uh, not just musicians, even a poet and instrumentalist. So 
This has been curated by Tejasuni Niranjana. Started off as one of the artists, one of the musicians there. And it started in 2017. So it was a 2017, 2018, 2019 work. Where over time we built compositions through conversations, jamming and exchange. Like there's a Cantonese lyricist. He sent us his Cantonese lyrics and we tried to compose a Cantonese song in the Indian way. And the next time he sent us poems, we said, okay, this time we will send you melodies, you write for that. So we are actually singing Cantonese bandish in the Hindustani style. And the third time what we said, okay, now let's push this a little further. We are sending you melodies, you're sending poems back to us. Now we will translate it into one of our Indian languages and sing it in the same original tune that we first sent you. The other was where we uh, engaged with a Yanqing player okay. and uh, we created, uh, so there was myself, Rutuja Lad and Omkar Hawaldar. We are the three musicians who came from, went from India. Ip Kim Ho, Zen and uh, Jalai were these three musicians from Hong Kong and China. And there was Yu Fai, Chow Yu Fai, who was the Cantonese lyricist. It was about meeting in a physical space and seeing what kind of musical dialogue we can have. What are the similarities? Where are the differences? And so all this put together, finally, all these three years of back and forth, we have two big albums that are going to get released at the end of this year. They're called Resemblance and uh, it's called Hong Kong uh, Chapter and Shanghai Chapter. Wonderful. You also have some interesting story about this song that was picked up by this very popular series, right? The Family Man. I really like that song. But you said there was an interesting backstory to that. Yeah, Unara Vaitai, it's funny because actually I composed it in 2016. I had met Manoj Kumar, uh, the writer, the lyricist of the song in uh, 2016. And he said, you know, I love your music. I have some poems. I have written down some lyrics. Would you like to compose? I said, sure, give it. And I had written it down. You must have heard the song. So it's it's very melodious, soothing, all that. But at the same time, the backdrop for this is the futility of war and the devastation of war. It talks about how you your land is gone. Your motherland is gone. It's not what it used to be. And everything is destroyed. You don't know what's, whether you're going to live, whether you're going to have a tomorrow. And even if you had one, what is the promise the land is holding? In spite of all this, all of us love our land, the soil that we come from. Somehow that is, so this song talks about that. So I wrote it. Then I had always wanted to collaborate with somebody called Prashant Techno, a wonderful producer, arranger, programmer, musician from Chennai. So I said, hey, I have this composition. Would you like to work on it? He said, sure, send it across. And then he started working with it. It, it took another shape. Then um, I went and approached uh, Prakash Sontake, sir, uh, because we wanted him to add his magic. And the song needed a lot of other layers cutting through to kind of portray the inner turmoils also. So he kind of really did a very surreal treatment in the interludes. And much later, Manoj Kumar is a co-writer of Family Man, in fact. And he had told me that the people in Family Man actually loved this song. 
I said, okay, fine, that's very nice. And I really forgot about it. Then last year during lockdown, I said, hey, there is a song sitting with me complete and everything. And I called him to say, can I just put it out? It's just lying with me. And let's just put it out. Why should we hold it back? Went and asked them saying, you know, there is a song. And they said, yeah, 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 let's, we need it. And then uh, let's have it in the, and that's how it kind of came in because the story of war, the story of Sri Lanka, everything is connected to that song anyway, already. And uh, that was also one source of, I, I can't even say inspiration. That's another underlying layer in the whole thing. So um, that song was just apt for Family Man. Do you remember enough of it to just hum it? Oh yeah, sure. Unaravaitai, ennai uyaravaitai, unaravaitai, ennai uyaravaitai, unnai ullathile naan, nidai kaile, unaravaitai. Uyeningum varai, Unai marave, uyeningum varai, unai marave, udal unmurthanade nanarive, udal unmurthanade nanarive, unaravaitai, ennai uyaravaitai. And the last line I'll just sing because I think that's Thuyaram Thangi Thornda Tholkar Thuyaram Thangi Thornda Tholkar என்றோருக்கின்றே blown away it's just mind blowing so beautiful so beautiful thanks sandhya it's really lovely i know you also collaborate sometimes with uh, your husband vasu and at times with uh, his brother your brother in law ragu finding it difficult to be in a family full of musicians again you created a new family full of musicians isn't that funny it's funny and uh, i guess it was needed because there was a way of engaging with the music and what music meant in our day to day life and how we were that was a different thing you know and uh, the whole struggle whether this can be mainstream or a hobby or a rigorous practice and how to keep your family running my mother as much as she was a musician she was she had a full time job and it was very difficult for her to kind of uh, manage the show so i could see whether 
uh, will i be able to make a living out of this was also another thing and the whole thing about looking for your identity and all that so when i found uh, when i met vasu who was already this rock star rebel who could express everything about what he felt about society what he felt about himself how he was using the power of music to boldly voice in an impactful way really caught my attention i was like man this this guy is up to something you know and i was in awe of how he had the conviction on music in music to to say the power of music is this it's not just about you perfecting one thing after the other it's about how what kind of an impact so he was a living example for that for me and ragu for that matter you know where he said okay i want to break these shackles for myself and find my own self in a different way they are living examples of people who really started taking up this art form because that's their passion and uh, making it into profession not just hobby so if i could make this leap it's because they showed it to me by living it on a day to day basis and also i knew what i was getting into because it's not easy to do this you really don't know where you're headed you don't know what's there waiting for you what's your tomorrow like but you can't be without doing this that's the simple answer so after a point i had to accept my reality that if i don't engage in music i'm really not being fair to myself that way i think it's great that the training to take it as a profession and be professional about it came from vasu and ragu and vasu's at it the drive he has to constantly push his boundaries of learning all by himself and again and again stumbling rising up changing himself adapting these can't be taught verbally actually so it's it's nice to learn all this life lessons how was it to collaborate with him difficult <laughs> um no because it's it's just that we are partners right so it it's never that easy we have to find our ways to see how we are as people how we are as collaborators how we approach music what are our creative processes creative ideas and all that but i think we are doing very well now but it took us some time to get there to really understand ourselves and how to kind of manage <laughs> the other <laughs> so um it's 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 fun it's fun and um, we are musicians but we really have different takes from it different outlooks different processes so to make sense of this takes time <laughs> Yeah I think um it's a all a question of evolving in a relationship and the fact that you're also artists together in the same profession I think it adds a little more excitement and challenge to what you're going through in life so tell me what is your main focus now in the next few months wow okay so surya project is also something which was a crowd funded project we produced it if i am not wrong in 2015 and uh, with a chora player from belgium his name is vincent he's a doctor turned musician and pauline who's a accordion player so the, the they both created the material called the surya project it's about this person or this character called surya and it's it's really beautiful it's it he wrote stories it's a 13 chapter story and for each chapter he conceived 
a musical composition and another wonderful artist called shrivi kalyan came up with these really fantastic paintings for each of those chapter so it was a multi disciplinary multimedia imagination by vincent and um, surya project it's a very dream fantasy story but very real to each of us about that voice inside us which kind of guides us and how you sometimes lose it and you you're you're struggling your entire life to just find that back and uh, he brings in grace into it and it's really fantastic and the landscape is the desert so it's both bleak and bizarre and there is grace apart from that through this lockdown i've gone back to teaching music and that's something that's been growing well and uh, that engagement is very important for my practice also and i collaborated with bijayani satpati and uh, that was another beautiful experience and uh, i really look forward to more things you know collaborating with her on more i will be composing for a few documentary films mm-hmm. and uh, if you get time watch coral woman it's a beautiful film by priya tosheri and that talks about the health of our ocean and the corals or the the way they are missing or going missing it's it's really a fantastic film i can send you the link i made the music for that and uh, last month in may we had a karnataka specific art specific uh, virtual tour ocean tour uh, where we spoke about what's happening in karnataka ocean and in the land and how does art influence all of us in terms of our consciousness about everything um, so that was great there are some pet projects growing about um, creating children's songs on uh, endangered species and animals to bring first to start making habitats for all these animals in first our consciousness collective consciousness and hopefully that building to conserving bringing back their real habitats <laughs> so that's another pet project that's growing there's a film on the father of pottery in india mm-hmm. going to be making music for that and of course destemona rupakam you saw it yes. waiting for us to work further into it and make it better and perform it take it to places that's that's the beauty of theater it keeps growing and you have to be at it and it gets better and better and keep working at so you look like you have a lot of projects to work on very different very exciting very challenging i'm glad you could join spotlight with sandhya today thank you bindu thank you sandhya thank you so much you can also view the interview as a video on the raintree media youtube channel until i'm back next week with another interesting guest take care and bye bye do subscribe to the raintree media channel on youtube like comment and share the videos